0: to the Train Your Mind podcast. I'm Vanessa Forrester, and I teach athletes how to uplevel their performance without buying that next fancy bike, training more, or even racing more. Your next breakthrough performance is closer than you think. Are you ready to train your mind like you train your body? Stick around, and I'll teach you how. Oh, we're back, my friends. Full intro and everything. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the podcast, to the Train Your Mind podcast. I'm Vanessa Forster. So today's episode is inspired by a book called Hope Rising by Casey Gwyn and Dr. Shanna Hellman. I literally just found out about this book from one of the athletes that I work with less than a week ago. I ordered it immediately, and when it arrived, I dove headfirst and devoured a good half of it within hours. And the reason that I was so intrigued by this book in the first place is because one of the foundational philosophies of my business since I started it is about hope, but not in the way that you'd think. I have preached and preached and preached that hope is not a performance plan. And if you've been in my circle for long enough, then you've definitely heard me say that a lot. And what I've always meant by that is that you can't just hope and wish and pray that you get the results you want without doing the work to make them happen. And that's often what we do as athletes before we learn that there's another way. So, if this is you. Don't feel bad. It's normal. It was me too. You probably have trained at a certain level and then shown up on race day wishing for a miracle to happen and to pull something out that you've never even come close to in training, right? I was the poster child for this several years ago. And then I'd be very disappointed afterwards when I wasn't even close to that performance fantasy that I had. I wasn't doing the work necessary in training to hit those higher level goals. I was doing a fair amount of training with a so-so level of consistency, but then I'd line up with a disproportionate amount of hope or what I thought was hope (laughs) that I'd pull something crazy out of the bag. And that's not the way to get to your next level. It's just not. That's the path of continued frustration, disappointment, and disillusionment, really. Meanwhile, you're investing your most valuable resource, time, and substantial amounts of money in race fees, travel costs, and gear you may have bought trying to make up for a gap in your belief or your commitment or your confidence. And I know this so well because it was me too. And what we do on this podcast is talk all about the missing piece, which of course is mental endurance. So I've always thought that hoping and wishing were pretty synonymous with each other. And as I'll get into it in a bit, I could not have been more wrong about that per the research in this book. Before I dive into more about the book and the book's definition, I want to remind you that one of the key components to building mental endurance is recognizing and utilizing a sense of agency that your results can be different than they are right now. We get to take responsibility for every result we have on the race course and in our lives because every single one of those results can be traced back to a belief or a thought pattern that influenced it. So I always thought hope is not a performance plan because you can't just wish for results. You have to take responsibility for what you want and then do the physical and mental training to achieve it. Early on in the book, the authors say to write down your own personal definition of hope before reading any further, just to see what definition you're operating from and how it's different from what the research says. And even though you may not have the book right in front of you and you might not ever end up reading it, I still suggest that you do this kind of as an exercise before I explain more about what the book says. So if you want to pause the podcast and think about your own definition of hope and write it down, I suggest that, but I will tell you what I wrote. So what I wrote was this, and I'm reading this straight from my notebook. Okay. My definition of hope before reading hope rising is hope is an emotion that we feel that comes from wishful thinking, a lack of responsibility, agency, and power. It is the opposite of creating. So that's what I wrote. And as you'll see, (laughs) it's very different from what the research says, but if you're curious, because I was Webster's dictionary defines hope as a desire With expectation of attainment, obtainment, excuse me. So desire with an expectation of obtainment or fulfillment. And then the Oxford English dictionary defines hope as the grounds for believing that something good may happen. So what's so fascinating is that both of these dictionary definitions are based on a view of hope from the 1950s when early mental health researchers used the concept of hope only from a future expectation, right? And then faith-based communities kind of took a different view on hope, but none of these, including mine, obviously, fully articulate the research-based meaning of hope. And the research-based meaning is what we can really use to push the needle in performance. Okay. So now let's define hope from the research perspective. So the research says hope is the belief that your future can be brighter and better than your past and that you actually have a role to play in making it better. Hopeful people embrace this definition and are willing to work for their better future. Whereas wishful people might also believe that their future can be brighter than their past, but they don't have goals or critical thinking, and they aren't willing to work to have hope and make their better future. Okay. So there are three concepts that go into this definition of hope, and we'll get into those in a second. But before we do, even just notice the difference in hopeful people versus wishful wishful people. Right? When I was reading the book, this was the first place where I paused and realized, oh, (laughs) I've been assuming hopeful and wishful people are the same, but they're not because hope comes from three concepts discovered by psychologist Rick Snyder. Number one is goals. Number two are pathways. And number three is agency. Okay. So let's go through these three. Number one, goals. We know what goals are. (laughs) No need to further explain them. But something I love from the book is when the authors explained that when we wake up in the morning, all the way until we go to sleep at night, we are trying to achieve goals because it is the essence of being human. Those goals might be short-term, like eating a healthy breakfast or getting to work on time or long-term, like achieving a promotion at work or a race result but we're still always trying to achieve goals. I just love that way of thinking about it. It's just part of who we are and what we do. Some are bigger or longer term, some are smaller or shorter term. Having the goal is an essential part of the hope definition because the goal is the focus for our planned action. It's the North Star, the direction we're headed. We know what direction to face because the goal tends to point us that way. And then the pathway is how we get there. And that's the next concept, the pathway. The research shows that hopeful people can easily identify the pathways that will likely lead to their goals. They're like the roadmaps in your mind that allow you to begin the journey towards the goal. And the more pathways you see, the more hopeful you are. Building mental endurance is one of your pathways to achieving your next level. Isn't that so cool? Like we have goals and we achieve them by finding pathways, but it's also important to note that high hope is not constant as you probably know, because most people have experienced some kind of adversity in their lives, right? That reminds us that the human experience includes struggles and low levels of hope at times, but that's not a problem, especially because of the third and final hope concept agency. So this book defines agency as the motivational aspect of hope or your ability to dedicate mental energy to begin and sustain the journey towards your goals. And they call that mental energy willpower. So in other words, the level of your agency or will determines the level of your hope. And the authors say, that your level of agency often depends on having social support to pursue your pathways towards your goals. And I love this connection to community because it's so true. Often our will and motivation can be rejuvenated when we're in the support of a group. And that's one of the reasons I created my Three Months to Your Next Level performance group coaching program. And when I think about it through the lens of helping others increase their hope, I can see the value even more. I like to think about agency as responsibility too, as in we have a responsibility to our goals to use our pathways to keep nudging our willpower up. The research says that hope includes both pathways and the willpower to pursue the selected pathways. Because willpower without pathways is just a wish. And before I started training my mind, I had willpower. I've always been driven type A, and goal-oriented, but I didn't have the right pathway to help me push past those barriers and succeed and get to that next level. And with the pathway of mental endurance, I was able to use my willpower and agency to hit bolder goals than ever before. That was hope all along. I had no idea. Turns out hope might be the strongest foundation for performance. What? Like, my mind is just like blowing up. I love it so much. And when I think about the athletes I coach, they're similar. I can think of one in particular who's a goal getter. (laughs) I said goal getter. I didn't actually mean to say goal getter, but she is and a go getter. She's a mom of four. She's super successful. She was super successful in her career before choosing to stay home with her kids as a super mom. And she has the willpower and the agency. She believes she can continue to improve her performance on the race course, but before working together, she didn't have the pathway needed to get there. She wished for better performances and now she creates better performances. Like finding the pathway of mental endurance, that kind of closed the loop on her hope. Mental endurance is a pathway for endurance athletes to achieve breakthroughs and it begins with hope. The book says, hope is a verb involving action and the ability to change the future. And when you see hope as an action, it opens the door of possibility on where it might take you. Hope is a performance plan. And that performance plan includes your goal, your pathways, and your agency or willpower. Like what? Yes, it's actually a wildly powerful performance plan. I just need you to let that sink in for a second. Maybe re-listen to it. Like it is mind-blowing and amazing and just incredibly incredibly powerful at the same time. Okay, before we wrap up this episode, I love when I'm challenged to think about the language I use. So there's one more thing I want to share from the book that the authors point out to also challenge you and the language that you use. So one reason that we often mix up hoping and wishing is because most of us unknowingly refer to hope when we really mean wish. And this is totally me. So think about when we say, I hope you have a great day, or I hope it doesn't rain tomorrow. We say these things every day, right? But we're not talking about hope because think about what the research back definition of hope is. There has to be power to change it. So when I tell you, I hope it doesn't rain tomorrow, I have no real control over that. The same is true for the other example I gave. I don't manage your day, so I can't ensure that you have a good day. It's not hope. It's simply a wish. The better way to say that would be, my wish for you is that you have a good day. That's a more accurate use of the words. It seems small, but it matters as we start to think about hope differently and distinguishing it from wishing. There's so much more I want to talk about this as it relates to the book and what I've learned and how hope can positively impact performance. But I wanted this episode just to be about sharing the science of hope pretty generally. I may do another episode. I'm thinking on like hope and emotional regulation. We'll see. But for now, consider your own definition of hope because like mine, it may have been turned upside down by the research-based meaning of hope. So I definitely recommend that all of you read the book. Again, it's called Hope Rising by Casey Gwynn and Dr. Shan Hellman. And you can also go to www.hopescore.org to measure and score your own level of hope Based on this definition that we talked about today. All right, my friends, that's it for today. I'll meet you here next week. Hey, it's me again. If you want more juicy tips on how to train your mind, hop on my email list. The link is in the show notes. As soon as you join, I'll send you the 10 triathlon truths your tri coach hasn't told you. And then I'll drop in your inbox weekly with new tips that will change the way you train and race. See you there.